0: This is GabNet, the Great American Broadcast Network. Talk radio like you've never heard it before. To you live on Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's The Exchange. My name is Rob Alfano. 347 352 0079 is our phone number or GabNet Live in Skype. All right. We want to talk to you tonight. We want to talk to you. You get it? All right, Monday night. We made it through another weekend and uh, a tough, tough night always for me because uh, I, I got a nice little snooze, you know, always tough for me on Monday night, but got a good snooze in uh, probably about 6 p.m. And uh, so I feel a little better, you know, Mondays are when you got to slap your foot. Self in the face a few times, say, Wake up, wake up, wake up. You got a show to do. And uh, that's correct. We do have a program, and uh, it's called The Exchange. And uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to open up Skype and the citizen panel and give you a chance to call in. But I want to remind you what's coming up later on this evening here on the Great American Broadcast Network. In just under an hour now, 10 p.m. Eastern, it'll be Alex Bennett's Ramble. He's here rambling for two hours till midnight. And then on uh, Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content, because it's Monday night, it's Moose Poop Monday. Yeah. You know, the yeah, he must have really thought that through because... Moose poop is exactly what you need on a Monday night. So uh, uh, hang in there. And uh, please, by all means, give us a call on the citizen panel. It is GabNet Live. GabNet Live is our uh, Skype handle. There are a few ways that you can... There's a few ways that you can uh, get to us. One of them is to uh, go to go to our website gabnet.net and uh, click on the call button. There's a call button in the upper right hand corner of the new new colors on the website. It looks great with the grays and stuff. But uh, um, you can click that if you have Skype installed on your computer, or you can just open Skype and type gabnet live. All one word, all lowercase. And actually, I don't know if it's case sensitive, but it's all one word in that regard or if you don't have any of that and you just want to pick up the old bell telephone you could do that too 3473520079 is the phone number all right we are joined by Rin this evening hello rin how are you i'm good rob how are you okay i'm uh, i'm doing relatively well um been was a was a, a, a nice relaxing weekend and i'm always off on monday because i i don't wake up at 6am on saturday and sundays and because of that, you know, it's not as easy to get to bed Sunday night. So you wake up Monday morning and you're you're tired.
1: You're groggy. You're, yeah, and then you want to just roll over and go back to sleep.
0: Yeah, and I and I feel like uh, moose poop. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when you wake up uh, after a little nap, you know, I uh, uh, feel a little better. But um, it's going to be one of those nights just hitting the pillows on uh, after this. So do you do anything fun over the weekend?
1: I did nothing. I didn't even leave my apartment.
0: Oh boy. (laughs) I remember those days. I used to do that when I was by myself, I would hole up from the minute I got home from work on Friday night and leave for work on Monday morning.
1: That's about the size of it.
0: But, uh, well, you know, it's a little different now, which is kind of cool. Um, we took a spe- I had a beautiful day yesterday. The weather was great convertible top down. we my wife took me over to where she works, so I got to even meet two of her clients, which is kind of cool oh, that happened to be cool. walking around so uh two 93 year old women which was kind of cool um, and so uh, yeah, we went to her. what a beautiful place it real if i ha- if, if I have to live in a place someday, this is the one I want to live in. You know, they, they, it's beautiful. I mean, it, they have a swimming pool, indoor swimming pool. They've got a, they got a billiards room. They've got a crafts room. They've got uh it's just, it's a, it's a huge complex and it, it's like, it, it's like a high, high class uh, apartment complex, you right. know, and they have different levels from, you know, you can move in starting at 62, completely healthy. And uh, or you can, uh, you know, you can move in where you need more assistance. So they've got like for just apartments for people who want to be, uh, you know, they don't want to have to worry about moving again. And all the way up to they have a dementia wing and they've got I mean, and every every one of the apartments I was told has in the bathroom and the bedrooms they have these they have these ropes or something that you can pull that if you're in, a, in trouble, it right away sends for help. Some sort of you know, like remember the Adams family where yes. gong and Lurch would come. Yeah, sort of like that, I hear. <laughs> so that's kind of cool, too, you know? And if you can't reach that, a lot of them, they have bracelets they give you or pendants they give you. Mm-hmm. So that if you, you know, it's just, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know what it costs pre- yet.
2: I think it'd be pretty cool during like New Year's Eve, like go to the dementia section over there. You know, they're having a really good time for New Year's. <laughs> Doug.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have to be New Year's, they have dementia.
2: <laughs> oh, what, 365 days a year. We,
1: hey, I was going to
2: right <laughs> bring up something right quick. It was kind of a criticism, but you can correct me if I was wrong on this. Uh, Cause I didn't hear all the shows, but I heard most of them though. And there was a very important person who died last week and I didn't hear anybody say it, mention anything. I figured Alex probably would because, you know, he does the, the people who die thing. But then I started thinking, it was like, no, nah, Alex probably ain't going to do it because he's probably jealous of this guy's career. And I'm sure Alex is probably thinking, he's like, God, I hope I get close to 10% of the publicity this guy got for dying when, enforcing you know, unfortunately, the day when Alex goes. And that's Eric the Midget. I don't know. Y'all
1: didn't talk about Eric.
0: Yeah. yeah that's because you know why it's. Um,
1: Who cares?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't feel bad for the guy. He, he he had a rough life and all that. But he's, you know, he's a Howard Stern character. He's not a, yeah, well, it was not so a funny.
2: I mean, TMZ, TMZ even reported on him. Well, dying. <laughs> you hilarious.
0: know, <laughs> I, I, you know, and you know wh- take a guess why that might be just take a, take a wild guess. Why that, why, why, why what it is it
2: What America's got talent.
0: And, it's all about ratings. It's not America's got talent because most of the people who watch Howard Stern on America's got talent have no clue what his radio just, show is about. <laughs> So it's just about sure. cashing in on the, the cachet of his name. Eric the Midget, Eric the Actor, whatever you want to call him, there's no real significance to bringing it up. I read the story, and, and I thought about it, and I was like, nah, you know, I just, uh, it's not a tragedy. that it, I mean, it's sad for his family. It's sad the guy had a rough life. You know, he had lots of problems. He outlived his uh, life yeah, expectancy did. by a long shot. But still, it's... uh. You know, I think anybody who brought it up was bringing it up for reasons, not because they were trying to do a tribute to Eric, but more because they were just trying to cash in. And they, it's television and maybe somebody, you know, they're tuning in to see if they have video or if they're going to see Howard or whatever the reason, more than it is that it was because really.
2: He, well, Howard did like a, a whole weekend tribute on the station 101 to like 19 yeah. hours yeah. tribute to Eric. There. And I tell you what, it was that's pretty much, probably the only reason I ever listened to Howard because of that little guy because
0: it was just such a funny character. I mean, so ungrateful, <laughs> you know, demands. Well, the, I think the, the funny thing about Eric was that he didn't even realize that he was funny. Yeah. You know, that, and that's that's, that's usually it – it's it's, you know – he was so confrontational with everybody he he never got the fact that he was <laughs> he was a a hood ornament on those television shows. He was not there because of his acting. Oh. He was there because <laughs> those TV shows were close to failing or were going off the air or they felt that you know they would get publicity because Howard would talk about those shows. he wasn't going to get any kind of acting jobs on his own merit. so it was more I of wish- what Howard does, which is to you know exploit people to some he exploits people. Um, so,
2: and he was a horrible actor too.
0: He wasn't an actor. (laughs) He he wasn't
2: an an extra. They call him Eric, the extra at one time,
0: you know, a couple of weeks ago we were, I know that, and especially when Albert had this program, uh, we were talk. we've talked about privacy, the rights to privacy in the internet and such. And, uh, and I know I've, I've had the discussion, uh, about certain Uh, What we sign off on when we do things like Facebook and we do things like, you know, download certain apps on your on your smartphones and stuff. What 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 does it cost you? Right. We know there's a cost to it. It's not free free. There's no reason, you know. Well, supposedly now there is. um, There is going to be a new social media site. That
1: oh, yeah. have you heard Excellent. about this? Yeah, um,
0: because I am fed up with Facebook and uh I, I I swear I've I've shut it down a few times and then I turn it back on for one reason or another. But I'm close. There's a new social media site called E.L.L.O. dot com. I guess it's hello. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: And it's not dot com. It's dot C.O. If you go to dot com, it, it takes you to some business. It's hmm. L.O. dot C.O. And it's online now, and they're beginning to accept people. Uh, this new service is an invitation-only site at the moment because they're in beta. And I gave them, my, I sent them my email address this morning to get. I'm waiting for an invite so I could so I could sign up because they're they're they don't want to I guess overwhelm their servers, uh, and they're building well, the site slowly. So you send them your email address. And uh, they in waves. They're they're accepting people, but this is the the wackiness of Americans. I don't even know if they're all Americans. I shouldn't say that, but it's the wackiness of people. They're selling these invites. People who already have them for upwards of five hundred dollars on eBay. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? So I signed up this morning. Um, and, and I like what they have to say. This The site is still in, ba- in beta. Uh, if you visit the site, you enter your email address. Uh, but the um, they appear to be catching on with a simple message that takes aim at frustrations of people like me, Facebook users like me, who are starting to look at what all these so-called free websites and apps are really costing us. Their message is... Elo or Elo I don't know which what how to pronounce it doesn't sell ads nor do we sell data about you to third parties its manifesto states we believe a social network can be a tool for empowerment not a tool to deceive coerce and manipulate but a place to connect create and celebrate life you are not a product they go on to say that the practice of collecting and selling personal data and mapping your social connections for profit is both creepy and unethical. And they're based in Vermont. ELO was launched by a group of artists and programmers led by a, a gentleman by the name of Paul Budnitz, who previously, uh, whose previous experience includes designing bicycles and robots. Budnitz says on his page that ELO was designed to be simple, beautiful, and ad-free. So uh, when I do get my invite, hopefully that'll be soon, I'm going to... Now, how
1: do they make money, though?
0: Good question. Is it
1: a non-profit? I mean, come on. Well,
0: it's, like I said, it's not a .com. So... co. Yeah. I I don't really know what that means. That could be another country. .co. Like, CA is Canada.
1: Right. I don't know um, what that is. I think I think it's just another like .dot com. I think it's company.
0: Right. Like net th- gov. Oh, so well .dot gov. We know is government, and .dot org. Is for uh, nonprofit
1: organizations. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: .dot tv and and .dot net are are you know also commercial sites, mm-hmm. but because uh, they're running out of .dot coms. I think that's the reason. Or no, that's not the reason. It's the reason is more because they, uh, um. It, 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 you, people who want uh, multiple iterations
1: mm.
0: whatever i mean we couldn't get gabnet.com right we got gabnet.net right. so um but anyhow, i think um i'm going to give i'm going to give elo a try and see now obviously in the beginning it's going to be kind of sparse because most people you know aren't going to be there yet but right. uh, i think if we spread the word maybe facebook will get the idea and, uh, and things will change over at Facebook, but I'm, I'm truly, I, I took and I dismembered most of my profile on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, you know, why did, why did they need to know who my friends are? Not my friends, but my family, I, you know, you're sitting there and you're identifying all of these people, right? Who's a cousin, who's, you know, this one, who's that one, who's an uncle, who's an aunt, what town I grew up in. I, I just got rid of all
2: well, of that. I mean, I, I still like Facebook. I mean, I don't get on as much as I used to, but I mean, I thank them for helping me make connections and, and, and also new friends, you know, like people through Gabnet. you know, that yeah, wish Tony. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tony. Tony Magno. Yeah. It's his birthday. I saw yeah. that
1: Tony uh, from Queens,
2: but, Aww. Uh,
0: but uh, now, by, how by was
2: the first side i got on, I guess, was kind of like a social site for me was that a website called classmates.com.
0: We all found classmates and it took yeah. off and then they started charging for five bucks a month or whatever. Yeah. Bye. Something like that. That's <laughs>
1: bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> See ya.
0: You know, once you got over the initial thrill of, there was a difference between that site and Facebook, obviously, okay. uh, once you got over the initial connection with everybody, there was no reason to pay. Right. Right. But with, with Facebook, it's, you know, the news feed and, you know, the constant flow of of, of news that goes across. You know, it's obvious. But uh,
2: I can post videos from YouTube and stuff like that. So it's just you know a good way to kind of, I guess, more express yourself than being on classmates.com.
0: It's a time suck. I keep telling my wife that. It's a time suck. Because now I get it. She's got a lot of family who is, you know, who that's how she keeps in touch with. But she spends a lot of time. On Facebook, and she says, "So do you and i I'm my idea of Facebook is I, I pick up my phone, I look at it quick, and I, I just scroll if I'm there for two minutes, maybe just scrolling you, you know I don't i I post stuff, but most of the stuff is reposts, except I've been going Derek Jeter crazy over the past yeah. uh, well you, you know. have to." I yeah I mean I I I'm, I am Derek Jeter crazy still I I still don't believe it I still um I, I still don't believe it I mean I you know I mean I'm 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 old enough to remember the Yankees in the '60s so believe me I remember shortstops before him but it just for for you know twenty years I don't remember a twenty year player on the Yankees who who was in one position. So this is sort of just really odd. And I think the other part of it is, too, it's like the final chapter. I shared that whole 15 or so year period with my father of watching the Yankees during that dynasty. And he's the last one to go. And so it kind of feels more, you know, final that he's not. You know, we used to sit around and and watch the core four and, and, you know, the Yankees play and Jeter. We both love Jeter. And so that's sort of it's just. Another thing from the the old days is gone. I can so, proud say i've never seen him play once well uh, I'm, not, missed...
2: I'm just not a baseball or football fan, so yeah but, uh, yeah I, I, mean, say, I mean I watched when I guess when they found out he they weren't going to get go forward yeah. you know towards the World Series there mm-hmm. he was a real gentleman, you know he wasn't making it about himself and all that he was talking about as being part of the team and everything else, so I did respect that, but then I heard um that I guess he's not a married man or whatever, but he would uh, no, have like, not. like some. Uh, high. I, I kind of heard just try to make it as clean as possible, but I guess he would have like little trips with. Um,
0: oh yeah, starlets and yeah, models starlets and, and stuff like that. But what do you
1: call him what it is. Mariah <laughs> Carey,
0: I mean, good for him. Yeah,
2: but the way he would send them home, he would like uh, yeah. like have a car service come over and get them, and then he'd like have like this little bag of swag, yeah. which was like a signed yes. baseball, and maybe some other stuff that he signed Yeah, he sent them.
0: He sent them with their own gift pack.
2: Yeah, and he was like with this one girl one time before. There you
1: go. Thanks for the sex. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: You know, it was like, no, nah, I'm not going to see you. Uh, you know, here comes this car service to get you out of here. And I'm sure it was by his people. I'm sure Derek oh, didn't give it to him. It was probably Mr. Jeter's, you know, done with you now.
2: Yeah. But the funny thing, though, is um, they so supposedly he slept with this one girl one time before she got the little swag bag. And then he happened to have her a second time and he didn't. He forgot all about that. So she goes back to the car and there's another, you know, swag bag for her. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> Ex- the exact same stuff. You know, you never yeah, hear about it.
2: Stuff. He forgot that
0: he had sex with this lady one time before. So. Oh, wow. See, but you know, the, uh, again, never that problem with, with, so. all, yeah, I know with what, look, I mean the guy, you know, he's like the first gentleman of New York city. It's his town, right? You're Derek Jeter. You're the shortstop. You know, I used to go to the games. I used to have season tickets, Saturday season tickets. And I'd go to the game, and I'd sit there, 1.30 start, and you, and you start daydreaming a little bit. You know, I start to sit there and think, what will his evening be like? You know, you get out of the locker room, and now, you, you know, here you are in Manhattan. You've got more money than you could imagine. You're, you're young, and you're, you're, you're the world by the balls. What are you going to do tonight? And it always used to fascinate me to think, what's this guy gonna do? He could do whatever he wants and have whatever he wants. What will it would be tonight? Want. Yeah. What'd you say, Doug? I say he can buy whatever he wants. Yeah, so. I mean and you know, everybody gave, you know, obviously uh, Tiger Wood it, it kinda ended his career a little bit. You know, he everybody lost he lost credibility because he did that same thing, but he did it after having a wife and children. So Jeter did it right. You want to go play the field? You want to go screw around? You want to be whatever you want to be on your, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go do it. Go do it. Don't involve anybody else. Don't have a family. Don't be, you know.
1: Just so, be upfront about it. Yeah, yeah but Tiger, you know?
2: yeah, Tiger Woods was a little bit different in his situation where, you know, he, like, dated these women and pretty much said, I'm married, but, you know, I don't want you to date anybody else. You know, you're just specific for me. And then supposedly we're... Yeah, he wouldn't help him out financially or anything. I'm not saying he was obligated to, but I think one like asked for, you know, like some paltry sum of money, and he was like, "Nope."
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he didn't want to get into that. Uh, I mean, I could understand that part of it, and I don't have a problem with any of that. You know what you're getting into when you're when you're going to be with one of these guys. They're powerful. They're they can have anybody pretty much they want. So what do you think? You think you're so you're you're the flavor of the night. So don't expect anything. Go for the go for the ride. Have fun if that's what you want to do. And don't expect anything. Right. But I think, again, it was just a matter. And I've heard I heard people say it when it was all going on and his his world was crumbling around him was look at Derek Jeter. We all know that this is what he's doing, but he he did it the right way. He, he stayed single. You know, he, he he while he was playing baseball, he didn't want to try to have a relationship and he did have relationships, but he didn't want to get married and do the family thing and all that with, uh, you know, with the temptations of, uh, being the shortstop for the New York Yankees and having I mean, mean, all that money and not just being the shortstop, but being a, an amazing shortstop. I mean, you know, just a, one of the top in the game, one of the top in all the sports Sunday, yesterday, the, uh, I don't know if any of you saw what happened yesterday at Fenway park but Fenway Park is, you know, that's the home of the evil. You know, if you talk about the biggest rival, right, rivalry in sports, you're, you're talking about the, the Red Sox against the Yankees. the Yankees. So yesterday, what did the, the Fenway, what did, what did the Red Sox do? Is they honored Jeter and they brought in every past, uh, still living Red Sox star and, and uh, a captain of the team because Jeter is the captain of the Yankees and they brought them all out to, to see him. And then not only that, they, they, they went past baseball. They brought out somebody, a captain from the Boston Bruins who'd retired a captain from uh, the Boston Celtics and a captain from uh, the New England Patriots. They came out. Then the entire team came and they filed past him and they all shook his hand and they all, you know, said something to him. And then they presented him with with a two hundred and twenty two thousand two hundred and twenty two dollars and twenty two cents for the uh, Turn Two Foundation, his uh, no. his charity. And they gave him uh, a signed. Uh, they had respect, you know, the way with the two in in respect, the way they've been spelling it for Jeter. They had that up on the big uh, the big green monster board, and they gave him a, one of the plaques from that hung on the green monster with the word respect on it, uh, mm. just. Fascinate. I mean, just you know, it was so unbelievably special, and that's from the enemy. Wow. So and they that was, was my
1: mother's team, the Red Sox,
0: and they so. were chanting the whole game, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it was amazing. So I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. You know, That's the kind of the kind of player he was. The kind of respect that he gets from 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 people and, and not just sports fans. So. Anyway, I got off on the whole thing. I still I, – I, I I, was – before I – when I woke up from my little nap, I noticed that the Yes Network, which is the Yankees Broadcasting Network, uh, is running – they're already calling it a Yankee Classic. They run Yankee Classic games, which usually they're, there's a certain age to them, but they're running the game that the last – his last game at Yankee Stadium tonight, which is he won it on a <laughs> walk-off. You know, he got a single and, and – uh and, and yeah. won the game in the bottom of the ninth inning. I mean, talk about storybook ending, right? So, um, he, he so the game was on tonight, and I was like, ah, oh, I wanted to watch it again. So I searched the guide and found that it's running again in a couple of days. So I just set my DVR to record it. So why not? Yeah, I mean, and I'll hold on to it that way too.
2: Rob, I gotta step away, and make a phone call. I'm gonna disconnect. As soon as I get off, I'll get back on, and uh, if you're still on, and
0: Okay. No, we've got another we've got another 20 35 minutes here um and we'll talk okay. to you in a few minutes I then I
2: don't know how long this call is going to take it might take as little as five minutes it might take an hour so
0: okay
2: hey, sorry about that y'all well, take care you too all right bye-bye bye
0: but um we could use some more callers to the citizen panel the um the uh, Skype handle is gabnet live. One word, gabnet live. Or if you can't get to your phone, but you're sitting there with your cell phone. I mean, you can't get to your computer, but you're sitting there with your cell phone. Three four seven three five two zero zero seven nine is the phone number. So anyway, we got off on that whole tangent. Um, any Ebola news?
1: Um, I do have new numbers, um, and also I heard I, I I didn't read the whole article. I just skimmed it. But they're um, using uh, some HIV drugs that seem to be helping. Really? Yeah.
0: Hmm. It's funny. So, I didn't. I didn't see anything on Ebola today. I, you know, as I go through my normal thing. But let's hear what you got.
1: Well, um, there's six thousand five hundred and seventy-four cases. That's seven hundred and forty-one more than four days ago. And there are three thousand and ninety-one deaths which is 258 more than 4 days ago. Well,
0: the 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 numbers keep counting up. Well,
1: hopefully these HIV drugs will will be the the thing that will set it in the right direction.
0: HIV drugs aren't those expensive.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: We're joined by Charlie Wallace. Welcome to the program, Charlie. How are you?
1: Hi Charlie.
0: So, yeah, um, anything else on Ebola before we No, nope, that's
1: that's the the amount that I have. There wasn't much out there
0: yeah i didn't I didn't hear about the HIV drugs, but um,
1: we're using that for Ebola now,
0: yeah, yeah, they're to,
1: trying it, and it seems to be working
0: but just, I mean don't you think a lot of drugs might work to kill something? Does't mean that it's the good thing to give somebody.
1: No, but I mean, at least there's been a lot of research on HIV drugs, so they're they're they know what they're dealing with, hmm. and I don't know. It seems to me that if it's working, then we shouldn't question it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's something. But yeah. The uh, the 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 drought in the severe drought in California. Is now causing state and local water agencies to give out uh, to give out uh, something called an allocation-based rate structure. Have you heard about this? It's I guess the. Um, is it like a rolling brownout from water? N- no, it's uh, it's a sort of a precursor to water rationing, uh, oh. like what is happening in Sacramento. In areas such as Santa Cruz, Irvine, and Santa Monica, uh, you get a drought number and it represents the amount of water you're allowed to use per day. Now, if you violate your drought number, you could face financial penalties it uh, It's kind of it works like this. Uh, your local water company, a special district or city, assigns you and your household a number in gallons. It's a daily water allocation. Usually uh, one number applies to the maximum indoor water use. Like for showers, uh you know using the kitchen, bathroom faucets, dishwasher, clothes washer, etc, and then an extra allocation is assigned for outdoor use such as uh lawn irrigation the uh they're using census records, aerial photography, and satellite imagery at, um, to determine the property's efficient water usage so they're they're looking at the they're looking at all these external this data that they have on each home. And then they assign a number and you better not exceed that number because they're talking about, uh, you know, something like a $500 fines per violation.
1: Jesus. Well, I guess if if everyone cheats, then they got some some tax money Yeah. or some some money to put in where, where there aren't any taxes, I should
0: say. It, mm. It'd be good to hear from some of our... Uh, you know, either like Jeff. Jeff's out there. He's Northern California, right? Jeff Franklin.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or um, Damien. Damien or um, Miranda, Miranda. Or yeah. yeah, we have a lot of West Coasters, but none of them are are, are with Phil. us tonight. Phil, and Phil, out there too. right? Yeah. Whether or not uh, they're affected by this, and or if they're hearing about it, be interesting to hear what the take is. Be kind of weird to. I remember. I remember gas rationing. You know, the odd and even mm-hmm. gas rationing back in the 70s. Yep. But, wow.
3: Um, the only rationing we've had in Texas is that uh, they would give you a day of the week when you could water And if you water it outside of your day of the week, then you would get hit with these huge fines.
0: One day a week?
3: Uh, what? Yeah. When it got pretty bad three or four years ago, yeah. You had it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday or whatever. And if you were found you know, they had satellite views and everything like that. They found you watering when you weren't supposed to. It was a big time.
0: Well, wow. I mean, why bother with the one day a week? I mean, is that really going to do your lawn and you get, you know, that... uh mm-hmm. Can you imagine, you know, that 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 one That's day a week... You, nothing, I guess. In that hot Texas sun? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, do something. I mean, you know, we went, we went like 5 months without a drop of rain. Wow. A couple of years ago.
0: Wow. wow. We've been uh we it's getting dry here. I mean we've had such a long straight we had some rain today but not nearly the kind of rain they said we were going to have. But um yeah, we've had such beautiful weather that it's been, you know, dry here lately. But I think we have a long way to go before we're at that level. It's just we haven't had rain in weeks, not months, you know. I don't know how long it's been out in California, Northern California, but um, how long was it in Texas?
3: It was, uh, I believe, over five months. We went from like the end of April until October without uh, without a single drop of rain.
0: And are you still drought, or is it caught? Yeah, up?
3: we're still Lake Travis, the lake that uh, that feeds most of Austin, is still fifty feet below normal. It's historic normal for you know the end of September.
0: Wow. Yeah, well, and then other places, uh, you know, they're seeping water. You know, they have floods, and yeah, it's uh, the world the way it is. Back to uh, the medical. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, five babies have now been tested positive for tuberculosis in El Paso, Texas, after being at a hospital where hundreds of newborns have been exposed to TB by a diseased worker at the, at a facility there. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. The El Paso Department of Public uh, Health also increased the number of people who may have been exposed to 858 people. Um, it is said earlier this month that 706 babies and 43 employees are possibly exposed to the infected worker between September 2013 and August 2014. A whole year. Mm. That just doesn't, I mean, that's, that's a lot of people. And uh, you wouldn't know way before a year. I mean, I don't know how TB works.
1: It's respiratory, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the, the employee uh, working for a nursery at Providence Memorial Hospital in El Paso interacted with patients for months before being diagnosed with the disease. Health and hospital officials were working to contact the affected families and would provide free uh, follow-up care and screenings. So um, that's just you have a baby, a newborn, and you have to worry about that.
1: Wow, that's a health worker. That just is crazy.
0: You got to think about that. You're exposed to a lot in a hospital. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're exposed to an awful lot. But I think it has to do with getting your immunizations right with that person been okay. If they had been immunized,
3: are there immunizations for TV
0: aren't there? I,
1: I don't think so because, um, how did
0: we eradicate it in the first place? Didn't we, we eradicated TB. It's coming back.
1: It's, it's been coming back. Yeah. I, more than 10 years ago, I, I had a friend who uh, was dying of the complications of AIDS and he had TV And I was around him and had to go be tested for
3: it. Hmm. I I think we just had antibiotics that would fight it. Uh, I don't know that we ever had a vaccine.
0: Ah, You know, I kind of thought we did. I kind of thought it's one of those we pretty much eradicated. And it's coming back because there are a lot of people out there who are um, who are who who, who just don't like the idea of being immunized. They fight vaccines and stuff. That's. Kind of what I stupid. thought. I might be wrong. I mean, but uh, it's it's making it's 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 making a comeback for sure.
1: Um,
0: there's a the British inventor. Did you know there was a British inventor of the World Wide Web? Well,
1: I thought that was Al Gore. You no, know,
0: me too. I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was Al Gore as well. Al- But I guess anybody can take uh, credit for inventing the Internet. Uh, I I did it. That was me. The Internet was was really invented by the U.S. government, right? I mean, it was something that was put in place by the U.S. government. That's what I thought. But anyway, the so-called British inventor of the World Wide Web warned this past Saturday that the freedoms, and this is true, by the way, um, the freedom of the Internet is under threat by government and corporations interested in controlling the Web. Uh, The gentleman's name, this uh, so-called inventor, Tim Berners-Lee, is a computer scientist who invented the web 25 years ago, called for a bill of rights that would guarantee the independence of the internet and ensure users' privacy. Berners-Lee said, if a company can control your access to the internet, if they can control which websites you go to, then they have tremendous control over your life. If a government can block you going to, for example, the opposition's political pages, then they can give you a blinkered view of reality to keep themselves in power. Suddenly, the power to abuse the open Internet has become so tempting, both for government and big companies. He's calling for an Internet version of the Magna Carta, the 13th century English charter credited with gu- with guaranteeing basic rights and freedoms. Concerns over privacy and freedom on the Internet have increased in the wake of the, re- the revelation of mass government monitoring of online activity following leaks by uh, former U.S. Uh, intelligence contractor Edwards, Edward Snowden. So um, it's all that's all real. Um, I have a friend who works for the internet security the ISOC it's the internet security uh organization and that's all he's talking about is uh you know keeping the internet open and keeping you know prying hands off of it so to speak letting uh uh you know not allowing anybody to control the internet I mean there are certain things you want to control things that are we know in the in the world are illegal right yeah, human trafficking, child pornography, things like that—we know they're illegal. We know they're wrong. But other past that, past those things that we know that are wrong, um, society is filled with. Uh, are you? Give your hand up, Charlie.
3: Yeah, just about the TB when you get a chance. Go yeah, ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go, go ahead with the TB thing.
3: Uh, yes, there is a TB vaccine, but it is seldom used in the United States because we have antibiotics that that, that can kill. Tuberculosis. Oh, okay. But um, there are becoming more and more antibiotic resistant strains of TB. And I think that's why it's coming back.
0: I think yeah. Well, we we we've learned that antibiotics were used like candy, and uh, that's coming back to bite us. You know, we're over. You know, I in my where my wife is from, you can buy antibiotics over the counter. So if you if wow. you yeah. So if you if you feel like you have a infection or whatever, you can just go to the pharmacy and get an antibiotic. So that's yeah, that's and when I told her, I said, Really? I mean, you know, my doctor, I went with a sore throat to my doctor, and my doctor said, Well, look, I could give you an antibiotic, but my thought is that you could let your body heal. Because every time you take an antibiotic, you're just you're 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 giving your body. You're taking your. You're taking another one more straw out of the. You know how many times you could use antibiotics, and yeah. we've exhausted so many antibiotics that no longer uh, are, are useful anymore. And 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 the the genes, the, uh, the the germs themselves, the viruses themselves are mutating, so that they're becoming immune to it, like TB, I suppose. Mm. Well, But um, anyhow, um, any thoughts on the internet? Freedom. What's going on with the internet?
1: I think if they did that, I would lose any interest in the internet at all, and I would just stop.
0: Well, I don't know. I uh, I think you got to be careful. It's a. Um, it's like anything else. You, you you don't want to give up your freedom. You know, right. we give up freedom all the time and 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 they have to find a way to scare us and they can't scare us with yeah. the internet because we're sitting in our living rooms. It's easy to take away personal yeah. personal freedoms like, you know, we we're all going to get, you know, cavity searched to get on an airplane at some point because they can scare the crap out of us to think that this is for our own good. But when you're sitting in your own living room, how do you scare somebody? So people won't take it. <laughs> Oh, yeah? What are you going to do to me? Stop stop me from, you know, stop porn from coming into my house or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But um, it's interesting. And like I said, my friend, he, he uh, that's that's his whole his whole thing is um, keeping the Internet free. So let's hope that. Uh, yeah, let's hope they win that one. Definitely. There was. Uh, have you heard about what happened at the White House? Um was it September 19th, I think it was, where a guy jumped the fence. Yes. And yep. he now they're saying that um he got in a lot farther than originally said. He got in, he was near the he was he was near the, the um the president's family quarters. Um yep. that there was an alarm that would normally go off when something happened, but they a favor that one of the ushers asked or somebody asked to silence that alarm, which would normally, uh, signify locking the front door. You know what it is? It's like anything else. You do a job every day and you get comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes an inconvenience to do something. So you, you just, can you do me a favor and silence that alarm? Well, on this particular day, who knows, maybe it was silenced a lot of days, but this guy got in and, and, uh, and it's causing, um, you know, it's, it's coming out now that, that it caused a lot more um, uh, than we originally, we heard. Uh, there's a story now that um, that, uh, that the, this woman, uh, Julia Pearson, uh, she's a Secret Service director. She's going to be going to speak in front of, they're going to grill her tomorrow in front of uh, Congress. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah, she'll have a fun day tomorrow.
1: Mm.
0: But, um, got to be careful, you know. You can't get laxed when you're Secret Service. No. So, um,
1: I wonder what his intentions were.
0: He's a former, his name is uh, Omar Gonzalez, a troubled Iraq war veteran.
1: Um, so, geez.
0: could be anything, could be any number of reasons why. He hopped that fence, but they're saying it's becoming more and more of an increasing problem that more and more people are hopping that fence.
1: they need to electrify that fence
0: then don't they? well, well how is, do you get across
3: that whole
0: lawn expanse
3: without being seen
0: That's where they normally catch them. He's one that got through It's hard to imagine i mean maybe he was a uh, maybe he was trained in some sort of uh you know special forces that he could uh he could camouflage himself and, and maybe go across, like go across the lawn as maybe the dog's the, the 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 first family's dog or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, that, that's uh, it'll be interesting to hear what happens in that. Uh, so you know, somebody always pays.
1: Yeah, somebody. Well, there's, a is, there's a
0: fall, a fall guy or girl. In every case, so I guess in in this particular in this particular case they'll they'll either come up with one or she'll be the fall guy. Yeah, well, throw somebody under the bus. Yeah,
1: and really, it's her responsibility to make sure that her people are doing their jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the 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 boss is always the one that's uh, you know has to take the uh, the bullet, right? Mm-hmm. But I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'll pay. I'll pay attention to that. Anybody have anything you guys like to bring up this evening? Anything that uh is on your mind? Nope. Not not particularly. Did you uh do you watch baseball, Charlie? No,
3: not not anymore. I used to be a baseball fanatic back in the seventies and eighties.
0: So but now you just like to you like to umpire and play, but you don't like to watch?
3: Well, it's not that I don't like to. I just didn't have enough time. Once the kids were born, it was like <laughs> I didn't have any time to be doing baseball anymore.
0: Oh, okay. I had yeah. to give
3: up something, and I wasn't giving up my football, so.
0: This particular um, this particular uh, summer is the first summer that I could actually say that I probably, I would probably watch 75% of the games because I had a lot of free time. But this particular summer, I, didn't, I probably watched 25% of the games. Because, uh, well, you know, I got my wife, there's always something going on. She, I try to explain baseball to her, but it's completely, <laughs> you know, she's, she's getting it a little bit, but she, she does, it's hard, you know, it's a, it's a pretty complex game too. I, I didn't never realize how hard it was to explain baseball to somebody, you know, cause we, you grew up in it and you, you learn it. We all know yeah. that, you know, it's four balls, three strikes, three outs, nine innings uh you know what a single a double a triple a home run is we all played a little bit whether you played softball or you played uh, stickball or something that you did you knew the rules of the game and i'm uh, i i'm i'm having to teach somebody from absolute scratch you know every part of the game she doesn't understand any of it so she sits and watches some games with me but i i don't want to put her through that every night and plus gabnet between when yeah. i was doing gabnet rewind you know um or now doing this, it's just uh, starting somewhere around uh, seven o'clock, seven thirty. You start to to get ready for the show, and that's when the games start for the most part. So I haven't seen a lot of games this summer, and, I, and and like I, I'll go back now in the winter and watch them in my own time because I can do that with the app. So I'll pick certain games that's that cool. are, yeah, that is cool, and I could do it on my laptop or I can do it on my iPad or any any particular device. So I'll go back now and. On my own time, and you know, I could watch some of the the games that I've heard about, but I uh, didn't get a chance to see. Hmm. But uh, that's good. So, yeah, that's
1: uh, a Time Warner app or
0: a... no, 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 that's the MLB. Um, oh, 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 oh.
1: Okay.
0: that's the, the, the $200, no, the $125 package that I buy once a year for baseball. But I almost actually considered not doing it next year because I didn't watch enough games this year. But maybe next year it'll be different, too. This was yeah. the first summer. First, you know, now she's going to be working, you know, it's funny because uh, I was saying this to my brother over the weekend that uh, for the past year, uh, my wife has been pretty much at, at my complete disposal. She depended upon me for every, she couldn't get in a car and drive. She didn't have any, uh, you know, she didn't have any place to go. She didn't know any place. I felt very protective and very, you know watch out for this and watch out for that. And now she disappears in the car and she's got to go to work. (laughs) And, you know, it's really weird to, you know, it's just very weird. So, you know, it'll change now that I won't feel the need. You know, I didn't go to my cigar group at all this summer. I normally would go and there's a local cigar group that I, I meet with and a bunch of, you know, Guys that are just regular businessmen around the country, around the around the area, get together. You network. You, you go to a different cigar bar or an outdoor, you know, maybe a winery or something, and sit down and have a couple of drinks and smoke a cigar or two. I didn't do that this summer because I felt funny leaving her. So now she will the next life. summer
1: to look forward to.
0: Yeah, I mean now she'll have her own things to do in her own life. So. Uh, it'll be a little bit. Uh, so things will be a little different next year. Maybe I will sign up for the baseball package, but, um, that's it. I don't have a lot else to, to talk about this evening. We've got another 12 minutes here before the Alex Bennett program, uh, the nighttime, or it used to be the night. It's now the Ramble at at 10 PM. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Jim's, uh, Moose Poop Monday at midnight tonight here on GabNet. And, um, I, I, uh, I, I, I wish I could stay up for those things, but at this stage of the game, you know, I, I understand Albert, you know, how he felt maybe, and everybody else felt he was a little disconnected from the network. You know, because I was extremely involved because of GabNet Rewind. Yeah, Involved with all the shows. But now that I do this program... And I have other responsibilities, my wife and such that i I'm, my busy hours are probably you know seven o'clock until ten o'clock, and then if I just sit in here, sit here in ten o'clock, I, I would love to, but I feel bad uh, just you know to 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 go on alex 's program. I tried to do it Friday night, although last week I felt funny i didn't so I went on went on I went on, um, on uh, Jim 's program instead at midnight. Uh, When my wife went to sleep, I said, "All right, well, you go to sleep. I'm going to go talk to Jim." You sleep? She said, "I'm tired. I'm working in the morning." I said, "Oh, okay. Good night. I'm going to go inside and call Jim." So that's how I get to go
1: inside. Is she sleeping in the yard?
0: Yeah. So you know, it's funny you say that. That's um, that's a that's a term that we use. This that's a northeast. You're where are you from, Rin?
1: I'm originally from Maine.
0: So you, don't, you never use that term, go inside? I have, my friend is from Texas. He's from Amarillo, Texas, and he moved up to New York City back in 2000. And he, for the first six months he was there, it was hysterical because he would just bring up all these things. So he one day he called me into his office and he says, so I finally figured something out. And I said, what's that? He said, that inside is someplace you're not. I said, what do you mean? He says, I don't know. I hear people say, I'm going to go inside. Well, where are you? Are you outside? No, you're inside. And it's just funny because that's a Northeast thing. We say, we're going to go inside. Mm-hmm. It, my mother will say, when I was a kid, my mother would, you know, if you were bugging her, you know, we, you know, just say, Ma, I want this, I want that. She'd say, go inside. Said, go inside, man. Go in another room. Yeah. <laughs> so it's something that a lot of New Yorkers say. And uh, just like I said, I'm going to go inside and and uh and and call Jim. Gotcha. <laughs> he had a ton of those in the beginning. Another one that caught him, but quite by surprise, being from Amarillo, Texas, was it was April and it was a Wednesday, and uh, he come up off the subway coming from Queens, and he noticed all of this everybody uh. walking around, <laughs> everybody walking all around Catholics. With, <laughs> yes, yeah. everybody walking around with black dots on their forehead.
1: He's like, hey, uh, you got a little <laughs> Yeah, let me rub
0: that off for you. <laughs> he's like, what the hell is that? I said, oh, okay. You didn't know. <laughs> so that was another one. It, 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 was, it was very funny. We had a lot of laughs those first six months while he was adjusting to <laughs> life in the city with so many different types of people as opposed to just, I guess, you know, I think he's Baptist, so. The, those were the yeah, days. But, but we had some so fun. Getting,
3: getting some used to was saying about
0: standing online instead of standing in line. That's another one. <laughs> I always say um, I'm online. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, get online. Get yeah, Go get online and wait. The other one that we say, and I hear people say, I hear Howard Stern use this term. Uh, uh, I haven't done that. I'm ha- I, wow. I haven't done that since i 15. And I yeah. never thought about it, and and my friend Todd said to me, he goes, "Since I'm fifteen, what kind yeah. of English is that?" Yeah, I said, "Ah, oh, it's just uh, the way we kind of grew up." Oh, I haven't done that since I'm fifteen. Since I am fifteen, no, since you were fifteen, since, you were, yeah. since I was fifteen or something. But I was like, "Oh yeah," he <laughs> point out all those things that, uh... and then he started to say. You know, he of course in Texas. Do you use y'all, Charlie? Y'all, yeah. So are you? But you're not from Texas, right?
3: I grew up in Chicago. So we didn't use y'all in Chicago. No,
0: you, yeah, but you switched.
3: Yeah, because I've been down here since 1974.
0: So. Oh wow, <laughs> you've been down there a long time. So yeah. so my friend was, uh, you know, hearing all of the. You know, he's around a bunch of Italian New Yorkers, right? And uh, he starts saying, "You guys." And so he goes back to Texas the first time. I think uh, eight, uh, six, eight months after he had, hadn't been there. And his Texas friends are like, what? What's this you guys? <laughs> so, yeah. Now we live about 20 minutes from each other. We, we uh, He's the reason I'm down in Virginia, actually. We met uh, in New York. We became fast friends because he was... Um, he was single, and I was the only single guy in this company. Everybody else we worked with was married, so we used to go out, you know, around Manhattan a lot back in the day. And, uh, and then when he got the job down here, he, he uh, had he needed somebody, and he said, "Why don't you come down?" And so I've been down here seven seven years now. So, wow. Phil Myers is joining us here in the last uh, five or so minutes of the program. How are you tonight, Phil?
4: All right, Mr. Alfano, can I answer that last question? Uh, I I, I didn't pick the category.
2: (laughs) What category? That
1: promo is so funny. The first time I heard it, I thought, I know that woman's voice. Oh, that's me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, I got a uh, uh, thing I got out of my scuba gear. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, yeah. uh, But it's uh, for beheadings. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you had? A, su- have you successfully used it yet? Uh, no, but uh, you know, give me time.
1: Okay. It's nice to know it's there. <laughs>
0: yeah. What do you, you beheading when you're underwater? <laughs>
4: uh, uh, bait. <laughs> yeah, it's about it. <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend? Oh, it was uh, very relaxing. Thank you for asking. Are you, uh, we
0: were talking about this before. Uh, We were talking about the the drought situation. Are you, Mm -hmm. uh, have you heard about this new drought program that they're running where they're giving everybody at every household
4: a drought number? Uh, No, uh, but I only have weeds, so uh, I don't have to water them. Oh, well, okay. There's, uh, they drive on their own. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they're they're
0: doing this thing where they're ch- using the Census Bureau's data to to get an idea of how many people in the house. Mm-hmm. And then they're using aerial shots like Google Maps and such to try to figure out what kind, how much property do you have. And then they're taking the numbers of how many people in the house – uh, how big the house is, shrubbery and all that, and they're putting that together and and they're giving you a, a a number. That number is a number of gallons, I believe, that you can use in a particular time frame. And if you violate that, they're 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 uh, penalizing of about like 500 buck fines, 500 dollar fines for. It. So is it like is it
4: getting like that where you are? Uh, there are some areas where people have nice landscaping i 'm in a little even though i 'm in oakland i 'm in a, a, a or berkeley i 'm in a rural part of it uh, and um, uh, the this was the fire area where uh, it burned in ninety one and and a thousand houses were lost uh, so um the, uh, if you look at some of the other areas like Black Hawk and, uh, and so forth, where people have spent $100,000, $200,000 on their landscaping, they're really coming down on those guys. You know, uh, God forbid they keep their lawn green. But uh, like I said, I have weeds twice a year. I hire a guy, he cuts them, and the fire department uh, is happy. So you, do you have much property? Uh, it's on a hillside. So um, uh, there isn't no. It's uh, the house is really big, and the property line. uh, I'm like five foot from one property line, five foot from the other, and I have maybe about thirty feet behind me.
0: I guess you don't have have an association because here, if you just only cut your prop, you only cut your grass twice a year, and it was all weeds
4: you'd be getting letters and they'd be Yeah,
3: threatening you. yeah yeah
0: yeah uh,
4: well uh, across the street from me uh, they hire goats uh, to, to uh, yeah they have goats uh, and uh, they, they put a temporary fence up uh, once in a while I walk out there about every six months and there's uh, maybe 30 40 goats uh, and they chomp the weeds and so, then they move them so then who do you who, who do you hire to come pick up the ghost poop the, yeah, the, the goat, the goat yeah. poop. I I don't think they have any because uh, you know, or it just molches into the in, into the hillside. So I
0: really do that, huh? That that'd be yeah. funny to see in in our HOA. If you saw like somebody with like twenty goats on their property and the goats are just chomping away. <laughs> well, you
4: told us to cut the lawn <laughs> within within a day. Uh, things that would be impossible to cut. Uh, uh with the normal uh types of tools uh the goats take down <laughs> well we they will eat anything yeah, yeah. I, yeah obviously but yeah. i still think that there would be a poop problem there
0: i try yeah, yeah, to believe that there would be i haven't be.
4: noticed it really uh, and and if there is part of it's my fault cuz it's the dog <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, we're uh, just about out of time. I want to thank everybody for joining me tonight. Phil Meyer, who just joined, Charlie Wallace, and of course, Rin, who is sort of a co-host on this program. Thank you for being here this evening. Um, Appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll see you tomorrow night as well. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Alex Bennett and the Ramble is next, followed by Moose Poop Monday. Not Goat Poop tonight. It's Moose Poop. From Revelstoke, British Columbia, I will see you tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, on The Exchange. Have a wonderful
4: evening.